Hey there, creative entrepreneur. Tired of getting lost in the social media algorithm? It's time to stop fighting through the noise of your customer's newsfeed with Flowdesk, the email service provider created with your needs in mind. With Flowdesk, creating visually stunning email campaigns has never been easier. Say goodbye to generic templates and complicated design tools. Flowdesk offers a user-friendly interface and customizable templates to showcase your unique brand style. The best part? Flowdesk won't charge you more as your email list grows. No limits, no extra fees, just easy-to-use software at one set price. Ready to try Flowdesk for free? Visit www.sunkissedva.com forward slash Flowdesk today for your 30-day free trial and enjoy 50% off your first year subscription. It's time to stop relying solely on social media to convert sales for your creative business. Today, we're shaking things up a bit because I want to recommend a fresh perspective on a topic that has been running rampant throughout the internet and definitely the small business world. So as small business owners, we often say shop small or support small businesses. It's all an encouragement for you to show support towards the businesses that might not have the same opportunities or platform that potentially other companies have. But there was a recent common saying, I guess you could say, going around saying support small businesses like you support big box stores. Now, at first when I heard it, I was thinking, okay, yeah, we should do that. But then I got to thinking a little bit more about it. What if I told you that maybe we could approach this idea or line of thinking a little bit differently? What if you didn't need to compete head to head with the big names? And what if there was some common ground in between? Is it possible that maybe I don't want you to support my small business like you support those big corporations? Today, we're going to explore why sometimes maybe we don't need to be compared to the giants of retail. And we'll talk about the reasons behind it and discuss why it's perfectly okay for consumers to support both. But before we dive into this, let me share some personal insights. You see, I'm not just a small business owner. I'm also a consumer who values quality and convenience. So I've experienced both sides of the coin and have some thoughts to share. I'm sure you can relate to that. So get ready for this episode because we're going to explore the world of small businesses, but also big box stores and the new mindset I recommend you embracing that may give you a little bit more peace and clarity going forward in your business. We're going to talk about how to leverage an existing product hype, collaborate effectively, and most importantly, how to provide a unique value to our customers. Stay tuned because by the end of this episode, you might just see your small business in a different landscape view, but also big box store and how the both of you can exist together. You're listening to Tear Down the Hustle, the podcast dedicated to transforming how you run your creative online t-shirt business by working smarter, not harder, so you can spend more time with your why, people and passions that matter most in your life. So throw on your favorite graphic tee and turn up the heat press. 
because it's time to turn down the hustle. Here's your host, digital marketer, cold brew lover, t-shirt maker, freckled hype girl, and owner of Sunkist Virtual Assistant, Amy. So on December 31st, Stanley released a pink and red Tumblr collection that was going to be available in Target. It was was basically $50 for sale. Each Tumblr, $50. And everyone was going nuts for these Tumblrs. They were lining up outside of Target, running in the store. We've all seen the videos of them trying to grab them off these shelves. They were going all out for that. Now, the approach that some small business owners took was that, hey, support small businesses like you're supporting Stanley, and then launch their own initiatives to try to sell these cups to try to get in on some of this revenue that these tumblers were driving. And that brings back the original quote that I mentioned, support small businesses like you support big box stores. And so I want to take a different approach. So whenever you saw this happening, I want to suggest a different avenue to take other than grabbing tumblers and trying to sell them since you saw that others were interested in tumblers. The first thing I recommend is looking at leveraging the existing hype. So Stanley has already spent, I would imagine, millions of dollars on ad spend or getting affiliates, getting a deal with Target, working with Starbucks. They even have products that are now part of Magnolia's collection, Hearth and Hand on Target's website. Like they have done the legwork. Now, I don't know what your small business team looks like, but personally, I don't have (laughs) that amount of money to spend on marketing and ads and collaborations to that extent. So what if I was able to just use the existing hype that Stanley has already created and kind of ride some of those coattails? So because they've already created a hype, now is it necessary for you as a small business to create a separate hype around a similar product. So now you're trying to draw the masses from their focus on that product over to now your product. So what if instead you could capitalize on the existing excitement and consumer interest on this product? But again, I'm going to take it a different route. I'm not suggesting you now try to sell tumblers. Again, I recommend you go a different route But it all starts by recognizing the hype that another big box store is generating and see if there's a way that you could complement that hype, which moves into the next point is to identify collaborative opportunities. So you can collaborate with the hype generated by these big box stores. So for instance, Let's say you know your audience is already dead set on buying this tumbler, even if maybe they're not going to buy this exact one. You know they do have an interest in large tumblers, whether it's Stanley or a different product they desire to have. Maybe you recognize that and then you can create a complimentary product to that cup. So again, instead of trying to sell that cup or something similar, like, hey, don't buy that cup from China, buy this cup from China instead. What if you could accept that they are going to buy this cup, but how can you make their experience even better? 
also with collaborative opportunities, there's a potential that you could be making money from Stanley sales, even if they're not shopping with you. What do I mean by that? Stanley has their own affiliate program. All you have to do is go to adventlink.com. It's their affiliate website. You'll fill out the application. Once you're approved, you take the Stanley item, whatever you want to sell, put it on your website, and then you'll send customers to their website through your link. And then you will be paid for sales completed through your clicks um, that you send them to check out. So it's 10% commission on all sales. So what is that for a $50 tumbler? That's five bucks for everyone you sell. And a first term purchaser commissions start at 15% as well saved on their first purchase. The cookie. So once somebody clicks your link, it stays live for 30 days. And they also give you an affiliate toolkit where it comes with banners and things you can post so you don't have to create your own. So again, it's possible to collaborate with big box stores that maybe don't even know you, but you can take advantage of this hype. You can make money from that instead of trying to compete with their product. You can just join their team to an extent by being an affiliate and make money from it, especially if you're seeing that your audience is loving these products. So how about you can support my small business while also shopping your favorite cup by shopping through my link. So that's kind of a different twist than guilt tripping them if they want to buy this product. And what if Stanley brought customers back to you or new customers? What if your post with their cup matching that graphic tee, which I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but what if you made a post like that and then they reshared your post with your business's brand labeled uh, heat pressed into the back of the shirt in the picture and now you have a whole slew of customers coming back to you? That's how quickly the internet can switch for, for you, as we all know on social media. And next thing you know, they're sending customers back to you. So again, collaborative opportunities all around. Sure sounds like a lot more opportunity to me than sitting on the sidelines and just wishing I was Stanley. Okay, moving on to number three. I recommend you also think about creating a unique value. So we already talked about if you know that your customers are already going to be shopping this product, let's go ahead and create some fun bundles that will make this product even more fun for them or enjoyable. So let's say the Stanley. Okay, so you got a cup, comes with a straw, but that straw does not have a covering. So do you have something you could offer like a straw topper and then tell them how it'll keep dust out or that viral photo of a spider in their straw? So solve that problem for them. Oh yeah, I probably need that. Or what about a straw charm? So not necessarily that tops the straw, but it's on the side. It's super cute. You could switch it out seasonally. Or what about those acrylic toppers as well, where you can customize with their name, or maybe it has hearts for Valentine's Day coming up, something like that, that they could add to their Stanley. Also, Stanleys, they have that metal bottom, so they're kind of loud when you set them down. What about those foot, I don't even know how you would say that, like the footers, the footing, <laughs> those silicon feet <laughs> that you would put on the bottom of a tumbler? Uh, that way it's not loud. Or what about a sleeve? So if it sweats at all, or I don't know, maybe you want to keep it a certain temperature, even more cold or hot, or maybe you want like a carrying case with that sleeve to put your Stanley in. There you go. 
you're adding value without trying to compete directly with them. So you could have a fun post with it. Like, Hey, are you at target screenshot yourself at the drop versus are you guys really at target? You should be shopping with me. You see the difference in tone. Now, if that's your small business tone and that's what your customers respond to, sure. You found your tribe. I can only speak from my preference as a business owner and my preference as a consumer. And personally, I do not like being guilt tripped, especially if I am comfortable with buying a quality product. And I am one of those ones that will spend that amount on that cup. Now, Stanley is not my preference. I prefer Hydro Jug. (laughs) It's spill proof. So I appreciate that when it's in my bag and I don't have to worry about it spilling, but that's a separate conversation. Anyhow, but I really appreciate the quality of the tumbler I have, and I'm willing to spend that amount if it means that I don't have to personally keep going through breaking all of these other $20 and $30 tumblers. If I can just get one tumbler that will last me, that's where I want to invest my money. And gosh, we haven't even directly talked about the graphic tees yet that you could offer. We've already seen those designs where it's the super cute like fanny pack with the tumbler and it's maybe seasonal where it has the tumbler and all these different instances. What about a t-shirt to rock with their tumbler? Once again, that t-shirt that you're selling them doesn't really land or impact if they didn't go buy that Stanley Tumblr. So if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. But how can you upgrade and complement their experience? Which moves into the next segment, talking about meeting customer needs. So ask them, hey, what do you love about your cup? What do you wish it had? By asking those questions, you may decide that, hey, one of those straw charms or toppers would meet their need, or it's possible that the cup they just bought does not meet their needs. That way you can then go source a certain tumbler that will meet their needs, whatever that is, and bring that back to them. Like, hey, I really like tumblers that have designs. Great. So maybe you're not getting that with your current tumbler. Now I can either go make it or I can go find a wholesaler that can provide that product for you, but it's staying on top of what they actually need. And the last point I want to talk about is just the need for us to live cohesively with these big box stores. So our small businesses may not provide all the necessities that the big box stores do. Maybe not even necessities like splurge purchases either. We might not provide those for our customers in every aspect. That's okay. We're not looking to meet every need for those customers. We have our lane, we have our niche, and that's what we're going to stay in. If it's graphic tees, you're going to be known as the best graphic tee business they've ever seen, and you are going to be their go-to for that. You don't have to be their go-to for every other item, but if you can source wholesale products like those special add-ons and maybe create some kind of bonus pack or tumbler pack or tumbler kit, something like that to complement their experience, sure. But just keep that in mind that we don't have all of those products that those big box stores do, and we shouldn't. That will take us out of our lane and our specialty. I truly believe that if we can find a way to look at what big box stores are doing, and instead of trying to knock their hustle, see if we can't recreate what they've done, take notes, 
meaning how are they talking to their audience? What kind of reels are they posting? What trending audio are they using? Take notes like that, or take a look at the hype that they're already generating and see if you can play on that and also meet customers need in a different sense. If we complement these big box stores rather than competing with them, I truly believe that you will be more at peace as a business owner. Your customers will enjoy it more. Not to mention you'll find something to connect with your customers on outside of your standard conversations you're having in your business. Okay, so that's it for this episode. During this episode, I challenged the thinking of support small businesses like you support big box stores because, hey, Yeah, maybe we would want the hype that you're giving big box stores, but I can tell you what, I don't want the heat that you're giving big box stores either. I don't want all the customer complaints, the refunds I have to process, the employees I have to figure out and manage, the product developing, the marketing. Oh, by the way, I highly doubt if the CEO started as a creator that they're enjoying making the products themselves. Because for a lot of us, that's why we're doing the business. It's a creative outlet. So again, sure. Maybe if you want to give me your support like the big box store, that's fine, but I don't want their heat. So you can have that and I'm happy with my small business. With that, we should think about leveraging the existing hype that those big box stores are already creating. Look for those collaborative opportunities with them. Do they offer an affiliate program when your audience is already showing you that they love their products? Hey, why not give them a link to shop? Also create unique value thinking about how you can offer products that complement the purchases they're already making while thinking ahead to your customer needs. What do they actually desire and want? Can you send them in the direction that provides that? Or can you refine your product offering? Lastly, I highly recommend we find a way to live cohesively with these big box stores because they're not going anywhere and I'm going to continue to support them. They provide the goods I need to live. So as a small business owner, I'm going to be looking for ways that these big box stores can help me. Now, I'd love to hear all of your thoughts on this episode. I get it. This conversation was one that you probably have not read about on the internet. Everyone has been taking the other route of support small businesses, like you support big box stores, and I get it, and there's merit to that. But I just kind of put a spin on that whole logic and how the whole Stanley craze went down. And I definitely see some opportunities that small business owners could have potentially taken advantage of if our mindset was different. I'd love to hear your thoughts, your experiences, and all of your feedback on this episode. Make a post in the Turn Down the Hustle podcast, Facebook group, submit a post. I'll get it approved. I'd love to hear your thoughts. It's time to wrap up another incredible episode of Turn Down the Hustle. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and found some valuable insights to fuel your journey. Don't forget to visit sunkissva.com forward slash podcast to access the show notes for this episode. You'll find all the links mentioned in today's discussion, along with actionable tips and resources to help you implement what we've discussed. Lastly, make sure to hit that follow button so you never miss another episode. I'll be here cheering you on and sharing more inspiration and strategies to help you turn down the hustle and work smarter, not harder. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey. Until next time.